This is the EWN Podcast Network. When life and business is chaotic, it is hard to see the beauty that comes from it. But I'm here to tell you, you are not alone. I am your host, Ashley Stone, and I am your chaos coordinator. I believe there's always a message in the mess we can experience in our personal lives and in business. So join me on the journey of running multiple businesses, self-caring it up, and designing a life for my family. This won't be just my story. It will be the many stories of remarkable women that have inspired me and will inspire you to discover the beauty behind the chaos. Hey beauties, my name is Ashley Stone and I am the host of Beauty Behind Chaos and here we discuss all of the things. We discuss the chaos, the beauty, and just the the, the line towards success um, that is not always straight. It goes in a lot of squiggle lines um, and all over the place and that is the reality of what it is in business, in life, and just trying to have any type of success. So I love to share all that behind the scenes. And today we are here with a guest. I'm going to share with you guys a little bit about her and then let her introduce herself. But today I have my very, very good friend, Charlie Hupalo. I'm totally, I don't even know if I even said your last name right. Hupalo? Hupalo. <laughs> Hupalo, Hupalo, Hupalo. She's really, I swear, guys, she's my really great friend. I don't know how to say her last name, but um, she is a work from home mama of two that decided to take health and wellness to another level. She started as a massage therapist who loved helping people to release their stress and get clients' minds into Zen mode while also melting away muscle pain and welcoming relaxation. Later, she became a fitness instructor, helping women to reach their health and fitness goals. And she loved just making people feel physically stronger through her boot camp classes that allowed them to feel sexy and have fun through her dance fitness choreography. In 2017, she decided to take it up a notch and become a financial coach, allowing people to become educated and aware on all the things financial with a focus on life insurance and investments. Life insurance isn't the most exciting topic in the world, but we are going to talk about it today. And for her, it is all about empowering people and making the right decisions for themselves and for their family. So I am here with Charlie. Hey, girl. Hey. Oh, hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> oh, what a, did I do a good job on that on that bio intro? You did. Yeah, you did. Thank you. Thank you. That was beautiful. Awesome. <laughs> yes. So yeah, uh, along the way of this, uh, sorry, I, I was gonna say along the way on this podcast journey, I, that was my first time like officially introducing someone, so I wanted to try that out. And um, and so what I find is that oftentimes when I toss it over to people, they have a hard time sharing who they are, and they just go, "Hey, I'm so and so," and then we just kind of jump right into it. So with me in my chaos, I'm learning how to how to navigate this podcast life. So. And then that's, I love this. I love the fact that um, it's real, you know, yes. like we are live. Okay. You're going to have technical <laughs> difficulties. You're going to have people freeze up and, and stutter, et cetera. So you just got to roll with it. Right. That's, that's. Yeah. That's, that's the, the realness of everything in life. Right. And it's, I think part of the problem with people is that they're afraid to start something and then, you know, because they're just like, they want it to be perfect. And I'm like, y'all, I'm just in this being messy with you. And so <laughs> as I go, when when I have a win and I'm like, oh, I nailed that bio. Oh, yes. Kudos to me. But I'm actually going to say it out loud in real time. <laughs> but you know what? It always works out. It always it does. Works out. It, 
It does. So, Charlie, go ahead, girl. Um, let's jump right in and go ahead and share, you know, from your perspective. I love bios. It gives a good synopsis. But um, give us just some, like, your take on just, like, who you are and what you're about. I know you're a huge empower of women. So from your perspective, outside of that bio, go ahead and share. Yeah. So um, I'm a mama. I have two mm-hmm. babies. <laughs> let's start there. Um, I have a nine-year-old girl, which you already know. <laughs> We're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have a four-year-old son, and um, I love doing life with them. Sometimes, you know, you need your your moments, but um, they actually push me to move forward and work harder and just go for the goal. Um, you know, because they're watching me, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's a huge part of it. But yeah, so like you said in the bio, I'm I'm in all world fitness, um, all things health and wellness. I am huge on empowering women, like you said. Um, Empowering not just women, empowering all people, but my focus is women because that's who I click with, right? So, um, but yeah, I love helping people to see what I see in them, right? And through my journey of health and wellness and, you know, first starting in massage and then going into um, physical fitness, working in gyms with women, helping them have their transformations, I've learned a lot and seen a lot of um, just the struggle that women go through. So that's why I decided that I wanted to work harder to go ahead and help them get through that, get through the struggle, the struggles that I've been through myself with Mm -hmm. having kids and, and wanting to bounce back quickly. Right. And then not being able to, or, you know, going to the gym twice a day and having that obsession or just all the struggles of mental health as well. Um, looking in the mirror and seeing somebody who, you know, what, what you see in the mirror is not always what other people see in the mirror. So knowing that those struggles are real and having gone through them myself is something that I had wanted to help other women with as well. Um, so that's why I went through that journey. And then finally, like, I decided to go all in and um, get my licenses to help with finance. Because if we look great, we feel great, right? Mm-hmm. If our mind is right, that's awesome. But if our pockets ain't right, <laughs> we got a problem. <laughs> it all right? And and the the reality of it is that when the pocket's not right and the finances are not in order, that affects everything else because that does affect our mentals. That does affect the way that we look at ourselves. And so I figured, put it all together, and we all financially yes. fit, physically fit, mentally fit, spiritually fit, all of it. Jesus. Okay. Yes, girl. It is. It is. I love what you say about that because it's, it is like whole wellness, right? And I feel like being in the beauty industry, I could totally relate to what you're saying because I started out where it was just like, I want to help people see what I see. And so I focus on like the outside appearance and, and getting them to, you know, see what they either feel inside or help build that confidence within them. Um, and then as I evolved and grew as a woman and hearing those stories from those women, I wanted to help more. And so then I kind of expanded in the entrepreneur aspect of it and just like building independence. And it it definitely was around financial aspects too, um, to create that financial independence and that flexibility and having a flexible schedule so you could be with your children more. Um, That's what Beauty Entourage was all about. And that's a huge thing. that's so important because I feel like as mothers, you feel like you need to like grind and you need to make money and create this stability. 
for your family. And at the same time, you also need to create stability for for you to be more present and with them too because they need you as well, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's one of the things that um, – Excuse me. One of the things that that I work on with I work with women here. Um, we have women on our team that also are mothers and are going through all those things that I mentioned earlier. So helping them um, build their business right and develop them is a huge part of what we do as well. So yeah. I, I just that what you said, independence and confidence and time freedom and hmm. being able to provide all of that is just. It makes me feel like I'm fulfilling the purpose that God put me here for, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. You know yeah. what I mean? And getting yeah. into the spiritual aspect because <laughs> me finding my way um, and with my spirituality and finding my connection with the Lord has helped me to help other women find their connection, which in, in turn helps them to blossom. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. just strength, strength all, all, all the way around. So That's yesterday, <laughs> like speaking of that, like spirituality and stuff, I mean, I've always like struggled with my um, – I've always been a spiritual person yeah. and I, you know, I always believed in like a higher power and, and all of that. But what – I never really had that relationship. I never really understood that piece of it. It was just like, yeah, of course I believe in something bigger than me. Yeah. And, and that was kind of where it ended. And um, I think for me as I've grown – um, in my mindset, in my financial um, stability, in all of these other aspects, it's almost like it's also um, developed me in a way where I've learned, like, I don't know, like I've, I've cr- like built this relationship and then that sustains me and stabilizes me even more. Like, so like in that journey about how I was evolving, it brought me closer and closer to want to have that relationship. And then as I started to develop that relationship, it just like, it sustained me, right? Yeah, like it, it grounds it you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I posted yesterday. Um, I want to be a Proverbs thirty-one w- woman, and mm-hmm. and then everybody was like, "Girl, you are now," and I was like, "Really?" <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though, that's that is what. Again, sometimes we don't see what other people see. Yes. Selves, right. And we're aspiring to be this person and, and we're like, you know, the goal I'm looking, I'm reaching and we're already there and we don't even realize yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so it's important to it's, have that. absolutely. Absolutely. It's important to have those people that you surround yourself with that point out like, Hey, like you, you're there. Right. Or congratulate you on working toward that. Yeah. And having that yeah. tribe. It's yeah, finding that tribe. It, it's hard. That's I think my goal with Beauty Behind Chaos is like I'm, I created a Facebook group, y'all. If you haven't, um, if you haven't checked it out, check it out now. I just created it. It's called Beauty Behind Chaos, and basically what I'm doing is I'm taking um the host, the the host, the guest. I'm the host and <laughs> the guest, and uh putting them at expert status so that way you can find who has been a guest with Beauty Behind Chaos, um, and ask those questions after you hear these episodes and reach out and connect, but then also. Also, like invite your friends, bring people in, like let's build community around this concept of supporting each other, but then also like being okay with the messy pieces that come up and and just be real and honest about it. Because I think when you do that, um, you're able to get through the mess that is inevitably going to come up and the hard parts that will occur on your, you know, line to success or whatever that's, you know, word means for you. 
Um, but supporting each other and cheerleading each other is so important. So, so with that, I mean, Charlie is a very good friend of mine. And so let's, let's talk about that girl, like how, how we connected and then just kind of like our journey as women, these past couple of years have been very interesting. Um, and at the same time, we're like smashing our goals, right? Yes, ma'am. Because yeah. why would we, right? Um, yeah. So when we, we actually met via tea party. <laughs> we, had, we had a tea party. <laughs> one, of our friends, one of our mutual friends, Tiffany, who um, is also killing it right now, especially her her goals. She just yeah. moved and she's she's doing great things. But she was the one that brought us together. And man, we've done vision boards together and talked about spirituality and just, I feel like the, the effect that you've had on me from the moment that I met you, um, and just watching your growth and, and being there with you and going through some of the things that you've been through and just watching you, um, just develop as a woman, you are, and you already know this because you have massive people telling you, you are Mm -hmm. Very inspirational, and um, I'm super honored to for you know that God put you in my life to oh, just have you. that just have that effect on on me and and um, my family and and have that fun and be able to connect like that and have Zoom dates over yes. <laughs> over COVID right and Girl. keep our um, you know, that's just been that that was that was fun. So yes, people, we did do Zoom dates. We discussed all different things, my husband and her husband, and via Zoom late nights, just talking about all kinds of things from yeah. religion to all the things. All the things. Yeah, I feel like that's when I mean that's when our relationship I feel like even developed even more oh. in a time where everybody was feeling kind of disconnected. It's like we were like, no, we need to stay connected. We're gonna get on these Zoom calls. We're gonna, you know, check in. We had, girl, we had dinner together on Zoom. Charlie opened up with some beautiful. You literally, honestly, your voice is insane. Um, but Charlie opened up our like Zoom dinner during COVID. Um, that we shared with the public, like we like shared the link publicly. We're like, we want to have break bread with everybody. And we created this like Zoom dinner. Um, and Charlie opened up with just the pipes, just singing. And um, it was actually, it was Psalm 42. Was Is that what it's called? Um, the song yeah. that you that you did? You opened yeah. me up to Christian music, honestly, because it was just so beautiful hearing your voice. And I was like, what is that song? It was stuck in my head. I looked it up later. I don't know if I ever told you this, but I looked it up later. And it's what put me on to listening to Christian music and grounding myself um, in the word. And so that one little moment like opened up so much for me. And it created this anchor that I needed in a time that the world was in chaos. Like, you know, so much was going on in that time and business was, oh, my business was ravished from from COVID. And so it's so important to put yourself out there and make those connections with people um, and have those real honest conversations. And so I appreciate you because you opened up that space for for me also to be able to do that. In times like, honestly, I felt I had a hard time trusting people. I had a hard time you know, having friendships. And then all of a sudden, you know, our mutual friend invites me to this random tea party that I was late to because I they didn't want to let me in because I didn't have my ID. And I was like, I'm coming to have tea. <laughs> like, 
I'm not trying to drink. I just need to get in there and meet my friends. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's so important. Like, don't be afraid to, to extend that invite or connect those people that you think would vibe really well. Cause that's what Tiff did. Yeah. Um, we got to do a podcast. That's like all three of us. Cause it's just like wow. a, wild, powerful conversation. Um, like if you want to hear some women go in on business, life, family, spirituality, like the three of us get together and it just is wild in conversation, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's gotta come for sure. So, so in that time, Charlie and I just connected real deep and, and it's crazy. So, um, you know what, let's, that's what, that's where we're going to go. That's where we're going to go in this conversation. We're going to talk about insurance too, because that's important knowledge that I know you have for everybody, but, um, just talking about going through that COVID experience, but Charlie and I both made the decision to completely move across country. And so I took that leap first and I moved from Connecticut to Texas. And then what, like a year later, I think, um, Charlie, you decided to move to Florida. Yes, ma'am. Yep. I was like, okay, listen, these taxes in Connecticut are getting out of control (laughs) and (laughs) cold is getting offensive. So, um, Rick and I, Rick is my husband, um, had a conversation and he was like, all right, it's either Texas, Tallahassee, uh, Texas, Tennessee, or Florida. And I started Googling immediately. Um, and yeah, and I, 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 we went with Florida for the school system. That was oh, that. That was the end we, of that. There was no you, question. Oh, Did you lost me for a second. All right. You're back. You're back. Child, I was talking to myself. <laughs> you were for a hot second. Girl, it was silence. Welcome to our virtual studio. <laughs> that one. It was Florida. It was Florida. Um, or Texas. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It was Florida, Tennessee, or Texas. And so I started doing my research and um, we chose, we ended up with Florida, St. John's because of the school system. St. John has the number one school system in Florida and the number seven in like nationally. I love that. That That's a great, like, I mean, when, if you're, if you're thinking about moving anywhere, I think, especially if you have a family, the first place to start is definitely looking at the schools and, you know, the family life if you have kids. Cause that was a factor for us. That was like, Definitely the first thing on our radar looking looking at that. Did you use anything um in particular? I, I loved uh niche.com. Um did you ever hear about that? You told me about that. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so anybody looking to move, check out niche.com. Get we need to get them for a sponsor. Um yeah. because that they're a great resource to kind of learn about like the different places um that if you're interested in moving across the country and starting over. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely scary, but so worth it. My yeah. kids are so happy now, you know, um, yeah. they can go outside and play, which wasn't a thing in Connecticut. I mean, they could, but they would be by themselves. My son was itty bitty at the time. He's four now. So Luna would go outside and play by herself and, you know, so here yeah. they have friends. They made friends immediately. They can go out in the yard, run around, play. They can ride their bikes in the neighborhood. And I'm not I mean, don't get me twisted. The New York, New Jersey, Connecticut still hasn't left. So I'm just like, where are you going? Who are you with? (laughs) But I'm not stressing that they're outside playing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's so crazy. It's funny. People people in Texas are like, "Where you're obviously not from here the way that I speak. But then like I always get like boxed into like New York. And I don't know if people just don't know where Connecticut is or what, but then they're just like, oh, she's from New York. And I'm like, 
Yeah, that, close enough. Sure. <laughs> like, we can go with that. Hours um, up north, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so with moving across the country and moving your family and starting over. So, with that, I, for me, I'm my industry in the beauty industry, we were crushed and starting over looked a, a lot different. Um, and also had so many questions. I ended up building a mobile salon in the interim. Um, but what did you do? Was your business online? Like, were you were you guys affected from from what happened with the pandemic? So no, actually, when the pandemic hit, um, our business was like booming. Yeah. Um, so our yeah our business did really really well um during that time just because everybody wanted to get all of their things in order their finances in order um all of their their will their life insurance making sure the investments and the beneficiaries were on point um so all of those things people were getting everything in line so because of the fear of yeah. you don't know what's going to happen right people were dropping yeah. like flies and nobody knew everybody the unknown was so the tension was so thick about the unknown that, you know, people were kind of just trying to get all their things together. So I was really happy to be that person that they came to um, because I understood what they were going through. I was very empathetic in what they were going through and how they were feeling. So the fact that I had people relying on me and trusting me to get them through and guide them through things um, made me fall in love with my business even that much more. Mm, um, yeah. Yeah. So, but getting through, um, getting through it. And when we decided to move, it was, it, it didn't skip a beat because we can literally work from anywhere. I just need I Wi-Fi, <laughs> So I connect my phone and, you know, on the way down, we did appointments at the hotel. We, we drove down. It took us three days because we kept stopping. But, um, you know, if we had an appointment, we could pull into the hotel or, you know, if we were meeting with a client via Zoom, everything is via Zoom now. Um, yeah. it's pretty rare that you'll find me meeting with a client unless they're like super local that I'll go meet with them at their house or, you know, meet at a, at a Starbucks or whatever the case may be. But, um, it's, it's definitely a blessing to be able to not have to be worried about going into an office or, you know, having somebody telling me, oh no, you can't, you can't eat at this time or whatever. It's yeah. very be able to have my own schedule, right? My husband is upstairs. He works with me as well. And he's he's upstairs on an appointment right now. I don't know if you can hear him in the background, but he's there. <laughs> um, yes. That's, I mean, that's the thing. I think the way of the world today is like, even as I contemplate how to rebuild my company, it's like a big consideration of like, how do I build it in a way of intention and then also flexibility for people? And what does that look like? Um, so for me, I'm, I'm in a very hands-on service-oriented um, yeah. industry. So so it's kind of hard to, you know, tell people to work remote because you have to connect with people. Um, and but, do something I mean, there via Zoom. It's just not going to work. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Exactly. I mean, we tried, girl. We we were trying to do consultations, like, you know, sell products and, and ship things out. And, you know, it, it was definitely a hard thing to navigate. But I at the same time, like, I always just believe there is a blessing in everything. And I definitely see the silver lining now looking back. Um, and at the same time, I was like, you know, very happy for the people that were succeeding and were expanding on, you know, their businesses and being able to have all these opportunities come forth. And I feel like with what you do is so important and actually not always discussed and talk about talked about. So I love to kind of dive into this topic of life insurance because as you said, it's like 
everyone kind of came to you in the time that death was in front of them and the reality of death. You know, I think that's when people all of a sudden um, scramble to get things in order. And sometimes it's too late. And so I know for me, um, years ago, it was my financial advisor. And honestly, as an entrepreneur, when my financial advisor was like, you know, you you really need to have some of these things in place. As an entrepreneur, y'all, I know firsthand, we pick and choose where we spend our money. And that's not one area we we think about because, you know, our funds are limited, especially if you're bootstrapping. And so oftentimes we don't think, we don't have the health insurance, we don't have life insurance, we don't have 401k, we don't have all of these things. And it was um, my financial advisor as my business started to grow that really just spoke life into these topics and knowledge that I just did not have before that made me look at things different and was like, this needs to be a part of my my business plan. Like, I need to think about these things in advance while I'm building. So let's talk about um, the financial aspect of it and insurance. Um, so what is it exactly, you know, that you do? Um, we help people to, first of all, we teach people how money works, first and foremost right? Mm -hmm. How we can have money work for them Um, with the uh, focus on if you die too soon, what are you going to leave for your family? But if you live too long, how are you going to survive? Right. So having these, teaching people those concepts, because we take um, an educational approach to what we do. We're not just like transactional, like, hey, girl, you need some life insurance? Oh, okay, let's write you up, right? No, we're going <laughs> to do the different types of life insurance, right? We're going to teach you what to do with your money, how much money you're going to need when you retire, right? With something called the financial needs assessment. Um, so we pre- uh, provide our clients with not just, uh, here's an application, let's fill it out and do the work, Right. Right. We provide them with that educational, you know, if they need a will, we have people that hook them up with that, right? If they need, um, you know, a lawyer, we have people that hook them up with that. So it's, it's, um, we have a one-stop shop basically, um, for our clients where we can provide them with whatever knowledge, um, financially that they, that they need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so educating people is obviously always like first and foremost when it comes to, to anything, because like what you don't know is what you don't know and relying on experts and, you know, reaching out and having those conversations is kind of the first step. So what would you say to someone that really doesn't have any of these things in place? Um, where would they start and what kind of things should they be considering? So life insurance, again, is not something that you just purchase. It's something that you qualify for. Um, so Age is huge, right? Um, health is huge, which is why we tell people, you know, you, you may think that you're young and that you have so many years ahead of you, but, and hopefully that that would be true for all of us, but we don't know when we're going to go. We all have a birthday, but we don't, you know, we don't know when our death date is, right? So look into, you know, it doesn't matter how young you are having that just in case. Like I, I got life insurance when I was 21. Cause I had brothers that I was looking out for and I didn't want my mom. I didn't want to leave that burden to my mother just in case. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, having that is, is huge. Having that is in, in place, no matter how young you are, whether you have a family or not, starting off with that, um, foundation is the right thing to do. We teach people about the financial 
have you heard of your, your financial house? Your financial mm-hmm. house, the foundation of your financial house is life insurance. Okay. Because after that, then everything will come. Right? right? Your financial house, life you- insurance, um, investments, savings, all that. When you're younger, you it's cheaper, right? I mean, you one will qualify. Right. It's a lot easier to get qualified and then it's cheaper. Um, depending, it's supposed to be cheaper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so if you're a smoker, um, obviously okay. you're more of a risk, so it will it does go up. It will go up. Um if you have health issues, if you take medication for anything, also, you know, depending on um, what medication you take or what the issue is, you can also get rated. So it, it it all depends. That's why I tell my clients, you know, if they have diabetes or whatever the case may be, I'm like, apply anyway, because I'm not the underwriter. Mm-hmm. I can, you know, I can teach you what I know and I can help you and guide you through how to get it. But I'm not the one that makes the final decision. So so, you know, some people are like, oh, no, I take medication for ADHD. I can't. I'm not going to qualify for that. No, that's not true. Mm-hmm. You don't know that. So apply. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't – It doesn't. you're not going to lose anything by right. applying. If anything, you'll gain that, you know, peace, that financial – that, that um, peace of mind knowing that if anything happens to you, your family will be taken care of and covered. Absolutely. And I think as a mother and also a business owner, um, these are kind of the first things, like you said, the foundational things that you should be considering and looking at. Um, Because for me, my thought process when I first got um, life insurance, um, my thought process is like, okay, how much income am I bringing in with my business and contributing to my household? And then how much would it cost to sustain my business and have it continue on if I were no longer here? Or what burden, if my family decided to no longer pursue my business, um, what burdens are there that they would have to financially take care of or whatever the case may be. So that's kind of what factored into my decisions in terms of how much insurance um, I would need and to take care of everyone that I currently am contributing and taking care of. So it's both business and, um, and your children, like looking out for your family. Yeah, absolutely. So the rule of thumb when it comes to – you said – you know, you gave your example, but the rule of thumb when it comes to having life insurance um, and you have a family is to have at least 10 times your income. And that way, if anything were to happen where, you know, if you're the, especially if you're the the main breadwinner, if anything were to go down, then, you know, your family will be taken care of for a significant amount of time. It's not just people. Th- a lot of people think that life insurance is just for burial. Right. Some people do have it just for that because they have their investments. And so life insurance is not something that you want for your whole life, for your entire life. It's something that you want so that when you're younger and something happens to you, the loss of income won't impact your family. Right. That makes sense. And then now what what do you think about um, people that, you know, aren't entrepreneurs, they don't work for themselves, they actually work for a company and maybe that company provides them life insurance. Um, I know my husband at one point, he worked for a hospital and like the life insurance policy was like $10,000. Like it's not a lot. So what what's your opinion on that in terms of like people that go, oh, I have life insurance through my company, like or who I work for? I always tell people that whether it's potential clients or clients, I always tell people, if you have life insurance through work, great, keep that. However, you need to have something on your own, you know, something that you own, something that you can have the paper and look at it and, you know, review it and have someone, you know, read it to you or you read it or whatever the case may be, because 
there's a lot of things that they won't that they don't tell you, right? So when you have a uh, policy through work, it's called a group policy. Okay, so you don't get your own policy. You just mm-hmm. get a little certificate saying, okay, this is how much you have in case something happens to you, right? Now, I'll tell you a story about when um, we know someone that was a teacher. They had, you know, teachers have great benefits, right? So they say, right? Mm-hmm. So this person was a teacher. They had their policy through work, okay? Thankfully, they also had a policy outside of work, but their policy through work had a clause where um, it only covered either at work or 30 minutes before or 30 minutes after. What? Right? <laughs> yeah. So they- so they not at work, you're covered, but if you are right. at home, right. oh my gosh. Exactly. Yeah. So, but this is a lot of people don't realize that. So a lot of, a lot of group policies have those clauses that, you know, if you're, you know, you'll, if you're 30 minutes out from work, you'll be covered. If you're 30 minutes, you know, you, at the end of the day, you go home and you're 30 minutes out, you're covered if something happens to you between that time and at work. Right. But let's say you, so let me finish the story before I continue with that. (laughs) Squirrel. Um, I just get so excited and passionate about it. <laughs> I love that. So you know about that life. Um, so they were going into work. Okay. They got into a car accident. They passed away mm. 33 minutes out. Stop it. So for three minutes, the company didn't pay out. Oh my gosh. So had that been the person's only policy, they would have been screwed. Wow. Thankfully, they had a policy outside of work. But had that been their own policy, the company didn't pay out. So they would have been screwed over. Oh, my gosh. That's so wild. And, yeah. like, you don't know because at that point, you're gone. So, like, you don't, right. you don't know what happens afterwards. Wow. That's that's wild. Yeah. Um, I've, I've heard mixed – definitely mixed things about um, work policies. And, and like I said, my, I mean, my husband's at the time was, like, $10,000. And I'm like, that ain't going to cover nothing for the fam. Like, that's – I mean, a burial is probably about that. Um, and burial. sometimes even more. Girl, yeah. two years ago, we buried my grandmother. It was $16,000. Uh, dang. Yeah. That's – yeah, it wouldn't even cover. That's crazy. So, and a lot of people I'm, are like, oh, well, you know, I don't need it because cremate me. Yeah, yeah. Well, cremation is eight to 10,000. Wow. That's wild. Yeah, you don't think about it. And I think these conversations aren't really had in terms of just like, you know, what we came from, coming from households of like single mothers and where finances are, you know, strapped as it is. And in general, you don't hear these types of conversations about, you know, financial um, education and how to protect your family and how um, to start having some of these conversations. I think a lot of people um, don't get those opportunities. So I love what you're doing because I feel like you do reach a lot of that community um, and then some. So um, as far as like how you got involved in this, like what what got you started in this? Because I know you transitioned from Girl, you've done massage, you've done fitness, um, and then you got into doing the financial aspect of it. What was that? What was that bridge that brought you there? So I still do massage and I still do fitness. <laughs> we do all the things. Because we we the type of women of income, Google. <laughs> multiple, multiple streams. Yes. That's number one, and number two, I feel like I, I, I am still fulfilling my purpose, right? With 
with all of that. Um, So I, I still, I love the fact that I'm still blessed and I still get to do it even, you know, moving halfway. Half halfway around the world. Well, not around the world, but you mm-hmm. know, across the country. Um, yeah, I, I get started. So actually, my sorority sister came up to me uh, one day. She called me up and she was like, "Hey, um, I just started. You know, I just started working with a new company, and I'm learning. Do you have life insurance?" And I said, "Yeah, I have life insurance. I was 21. I'm good." And she was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, well, can I look at it? Like, can I look at it for you? Like, how much do you have?" And I was like, "That's a great question. I don't." <laughs> Not sure. Because at the time, remember, I got it when I was 21 and I am I was 33. Yeah. So I was like, that's a great question. And she was like, how much do you pay? I was like, I know I paid $32 a month. Yes, <laughs> okay. So she was like, yeah. Get, you know, she was like, do you trust me? Like, let me look at it. I was like, yeah, fine. That's fine. Come over. So she came over. We reviewed my policy. And it turned out. So remember, I was paying $32 a month, right? I had $27,000 of coverage. Oh, wow. Why was I paying so much for so little? Right? right. That's number one. Number two, when I initially got my policy at 21, I got it because I thought I was adulting. Right. But nobody explained to me what 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 it was. Like nobody broke it down, like, hey, this goes here, this goes here. There was no educational aspect to it. So I was kind of like, okay, cool. Yay, I'm an adult. Right. Yeah. And so her breaking it down for me and teaching me the different types of life insurances, um, really blew my mind. And it kind of me off, to be honest with you, because had I known the difference, had I known the educational aspect of it, I wouldn't have made that choice. I would have made a more, you know, a better choice for me. I would have made a more educated choice. Right. Right. Um, so it turns out that I basically got screwed over. Um, I got played and, when I found that out, I got really upset and I was like, well, if I'm getting played, I wonder how many other people are getting played. Like how many other people don't know what they have or that they've been bamboozled. (laughs) So, um, I got really passionate about it and I was like, you know what? I have never seen myself doing this or in this industry, but I'm going to go and empower people. And so once I found out, yeah, like I said, once I found, so basically I started doing this because I didn't want what happened to me to happen to others. Right. So that's, so once I found out that I I was able to do that, that's, that's what I went for. That's always a a catalyst. I've learned with talking to so many women is, um, you know, when you have this experience or if you feel taken advantage of, um, in some kind of way and, and we can, Girl, that could go into all kinds of conversations because um, yeah. that's that's deep. Um, where you know we turn our experiences into educational, and we turn that into empowering us to empower other people. And it's like you don't know what you don't know until you experience it. And sometimes those are really tough situations, um, and they're they're learning opportunities, if anything. So turning a bad experience into a learning opportunity. And then empowering other people with that education and knowledge is so, so critical. But then at the same time, just says so much about who you are um, as well. So I love that. Um, It's funny because as you said that, I'm like, dang, that happened to me too. Because when I was in my 20s, I I opened my um, first salon. I was 23. And um, there was a, a State Farm insurance that went in next to me. And he was like a satellite or something. Like, I don't know. I don't know how State Farm's business model works, but this guy like bamboozled State Farm. Like he 
post it up. Um, and so you think, you know, big company, like I trust a big company, sure, whatever this guy tells me. And I had opened my first brick and mortar. I was 23. My son was two years old. And I was just kind of like, in my mind, I knew I needed this like kind of, you know, thing. And I, that was my first thought was protecting the the stuff that I was building, um, and life insurance before I was educated on it, before I eventually had a financial advisor. Um, so it was kind of like, yeah, like you said, oh, I'm adulting now. I like, okay, this is like one of the things. And it was like, my policy was like $23 or something like that. But mm-hmm. he made me put like a deposit down, like a large amount down. And then he was charging me this monthly fee. And I had this policy for like, well, so I thought for like six years. And then he like skirted out of town, went out of business, did some shady stuff. And I was like, whoa, I had a policy with this guy. Like, so I just checked in with State Farm. Like, hey, just want to check in. Like, I signed up a policy with this guy. Like, it transfers over, right? Like, because he's not in business anymore. And they're like, what? You've never had a policy. So like, I never had a policy for those six years. And I was paying him. He was drafting from my account. And um, he was, and I was just like, so irate with State Farm because I was just like, he was one of their like, I don't know, satellite offices or something like that. Um, And yeah, they were just like, yeah, sorry. Like we never even had you on file. So I was just like, that's wild. Wild. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was a crazy story. So like in my 20s, I just thought I was totally adulting life and I was getting like, it was like fraud. <laughs> so yeah, he like made me pay a deposit up front and I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. And I paid that deposit directly to him. And then yeah, he was drafting my account every month for like six years. So I never even had a policy. When you say deposit, so so you say deposit, but I'm thinking our process is when you apply mm. for life insurance, you, you unless it's a cash on delivery, um, let's say you take medication or whatever and, and they're telling you, okay, cash on delivery just in case you get you know approved or not. Um, usually if you're healthy um, and you're, if you have a clean bill of health, we take the first month of your um, premium. Because mm-hmm. at that point, you are conditionally coveraged. coveraged. Okay. So I don't know about that deposit. No, my deposit was like 300 um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and at the time, like $300 was like asking for 1000 <laughs> Right. I did, a lot of money. Did you have, did you have a cash value? Um, like, did you have cash value attached to your policy? It was a term. It was a 20-year term. Um, that's all I really remember. No, there was no cash value. It was like a 20 year term, straightforward kind of, I don't even know, girl. I I know it was a 20 year term though. That's all I really know. It had no cash value though. That's weird that you're a 20 20 year term and you were 23 years old. Yep. And then I also had whole life. I think we've talked about whole life before. Um, I'm not super educated on whole life, to be honest. Um, But I was recommended to invest into a whole life policy and a term policy. So I had both. And the whole life was um, was like building cash value. And once you hit a certain year or whatever, it triggers like, you know, you could access that cash value or something like that. Um, so I had that for years. And again, same thing. I thought I was like adulting real hard. I was like, okay, I have my investments in place. Because again, being an entrepreneur, like you don't have the luxury of those things. So, you know, having to start thinking about those things is is difficult because, any money that I invest elsewhere is taking away from my business. And half the time I 
couldn't afford to pay myself, let alone invest into these things. But um, as the business started growing, it became like one of those priority pieces. Um, And so I did invest in whole life. And what really sucks is actually through the pandemic, I've been wanting to connect with you actually to kind of talk about this, but um, through the pandemic, through moving, through all these transitional things, business, bank accounts, all this stuff. Um, Somewhere along the line, when they were drafting my account, it stopped drafting for some reason. And they sent a letter to me to like give me a heads up, like, hey, you need to reconnect this account. Well, I had moved and like I didn't get that letter. And so what ended up happening is one day I get notified somewhere else, like by email or something, that basically my – because I didn't pay like those two months or something, um, they cashed it out and they took the cash that was valued in it and they bought me insurance, more insurance, and then just termed it out. And now I have like a ridiculous amount of term life insurance um, for like, I don't know, the next like 40 years or something like that. I mean, I got insurance, but they totally took my cash value from me um, and bought more insurance through their company. I was like, oh, that's, that's can nice of you. Can I tell you what happened to me going yeah. back to my story? Yeah. So yeah. Um, again, I was paying $32 a month for $27,000 of coverage, right? Um, I had a cash value attached. Again, I didn't didn't know no good. I didn't know any better, <laughs> right? And um, and when I when I realized this, that my girlfriend, you know, my my girl went and told me, you know, everything that she and broke it down for me. I went and ca- and canceled, right? Yeah. Well, they charged me my surrender charge. My surrender fee was I had seventeen thousand um, dollars accumulated. And they, they was let me guess that was your surrender fee. <laughs> I got seventeen hundred. Oh back. my gosh! Wow. Yeah, that's girl. But, I didn't. I had. I had like. I had like thirty or forty grand in there, and you they, had thirty or forty grand in there, and they and you didn't pay for two months, and they took that all that money. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Usually, yeah. with a cash with a cash uh, value policy, when um if you stop paying, they'll just take the money from your savings. And pay the premium. They didn't. Yeah, not- no, they didn't do that. They they bought they bought more term insurance without your company. without your permission. Yeah. Isn't yeah. That's why I was like, and I've and I like honestly, and I got I got to circle back to it and look at all that because, um, yeah, it was it was. I was kind of shocked by it. And at the same time, I've been dealing with so many things. Um, and just still t- two years later, I'm still in some transitions. And I was just like, uh, I don't even understand what just happened. And well, so, damn, we're going to have to rectify the situation. <laughs> I know. I know. And and see, this is what happens. Like here I got a friend that's literally like in this industry and I could have easily like reached out and been like, girl, I need help. And instead, what do we do? We just kind of go, oh, I'll figure it out. And then other things happen. Life happens, whatever. And so, yeah, I haven't circled back to it, but it happened a couple months ago. And I was just like, what was that? How, how does that work? I don't understand. Yeah. And so, uh-huh. That's that's my insurance story, but that's why it's so important. Like, and my financial advisor, um, he's up in Connecticut. And I feel like too, just moving, I've just been so disconnected and there's just been also this process for me, <clears throat> like this grieving process, which is 
ironic of a word to use uh, around this life insurance conversation, but like there's been this grieving process of just what happened with my company after the pandemic and just transitioning my life and just living in this survival mode for so long Mm -hmm. that when things start to fall apart like that, I mean, compared to other things that fell apart, I was just like one more thing, like whatever. And so I think there's a part of me, honestly, that kind of just blocked it out. And I was like, when I feel like it, I'll deal with it. And then maybe I won't, I don't know. Because like I said, I think sometimes I've just, at this point, I'm choosing just happiness and myself and, (laughs) And sometimes adulting is hard and like when you're in the chaos, you got to pick your battles. And so that was kind of one of them. I just kind of tabled and was just like, I don't know what happened with that. But Well, here's the thing is that when we have a, a tribe and we're surrounded by people, we don't always have to deal with the chaos alone. Yeah. We yeah. forget. We forget. I we know. forget. During my during this whole thing, you know, after I got here with the the stress of yes, we were happier, yes, the kids are happier, but then I, my health took a dive down, honey. My heart started having heart issues, and the stress is a silent killer, and you know, oh, all yeah. those things take you know get get come into play. Life happens, like you said, and yeah. we just get into a I don't want to call it a dark place, but it's a place, right? Mm-hmm. You, you said you were. Um, you were, would you say mourning? You didn't say mourning. Grieving. I was grieving. Grieving. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you were grieving. When I got here, it was all sunshine and rainbows, mm-hmm. right? Sunshine, palm trees. Wow. So beautiful. I love mm-hmm. it. Fun. But then I was like, wait, <laughs> I need my mama and I can't drive an hour and a half. Yeah. So, I mean, but a- that's off topic, but you started talking about the grieving yeah, situation yeah, and my it straight there, right? It's part of the process. So um that that whole thing, that's that's really hard is not having yeah. people. Like I have my people, my husband and my two kids, right? Those are yeah. my main people, but then like the people that keep you sane and grounded when the when the craziness comes, right? Um right. Yeah, that's why it's so important to still stay connected. I think I'm learning that through this process. And and honestly, like doing this podcast has been pretty incredible because it's it's almost creating that accountability where it's like I'm showing up for these episodes and I'm I'm making these opportunities to connect and have these real conversations with different women. And then as the conversation goes, you like you hit a spot and you're like, oh, this is real. <laughs> oh, okay, this is real. This is now I'm seeing like the chaos too that's coming through, and you're just like Oh, you found it. You found an answer. Cool. I'm. I'm gonna take that little nugget because I was like, this. This. This podcast is definitely. I wanted to create it for other women to hear some like real conversation around some of these topics that are often not discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also within that, I'm like, I'm gonna even for me, like, I'm gonna take away so much from just hearing these things. And um, so yeah, I just. <laughs> It's called secret therapy. Secret, secret. I'm in therapy right now. <laughs> but yeah, well, so you. I mean, for the other women that are listening, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Because so many people are so afraid to take a step, and with all the women that you are um, interviewing or that you're having these conversations with, everybody goes through something. Yeah. Everybody goes. And through if you it. haven't, child, God bless you. But you're going to like it's gonna. <laughs> Listen, listen. When it comes to life, you're either going through shit, coming out of shit, or right in the thick of it. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> so you are helping a lot of people. Yeah. 
Well, and you know what? And I love what you said too about like the reality of like when you do move or when something is new and then you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I mean, I remember watching it from from a distance on, on social media and yeah, with the palm trees and stuff. I was like, oh girl, I, I remember that feeling when I arrived to Texas. I was like, oh, this warm weather. Like, yes, everybody's so nice. It's great. And then you're like, oh, and then the reality sinks in of certain things. And you, again, it's a grieving process. You go through this weird process of like you're happy and, you know, you're you're happy about the decision and all of that. But then, you know, you miss certain things or um, there's certain pieces that are different. So you got to you got to navigate it. But at the end of the day, I think y'all made a great move. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> you made a phenomenal move. Um, everything, you know, everything will come into everything will fall into place. Yeah. In God's time. Absolutely. Always. Well, girl, we are at the end of our – we went a little over, but, you know, that I feel like I go over on all my episodes. There's no, <laughs> there's no time limit I could put on these conversations. Oh, I never know where they're going to go, but we definitely covered uh, a, a, a range of things from uh, moving across the country, family life, um, navigating – uh, the different things that we do, right? And then life insurance. You're my first person to come on and talk about financials and life insurance. So I love that. Is there anything you want to leave um, as like either a tip or just a little bit of knowledge um, you want to drop right here in this moment about some of the things we talked about? Um, number one, when it comes to your financial house, I mentioned it before, always make sure you have your life insurance and will in place because if you don't have a will, and you have children, the state has a will for you and they will place them wherever they want, not where you want. Mm. So mm. it's not just for where your money's going to go. It's where your family's going to go. Okay. Wow. Emergency fund, life insurance, and will make sure that you are budget budgeting and, and planning for that. Right. Um, and then make sure that you're all set for your retirement because that's important. We think pensions and, and social security is going to pop in. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. All the time we are uh, in the age where, you know, that's supposed to be coming into play. I really don't believe that that's going to be there for us. So um, people don't plan to fail. They fail to plan. So get your mm-hmm. stuff together. So oh, that's a teacher right there. Later. I love that. I I wish I had my pen handy. I'd write that down. Send that to me. I'm putting that in the description. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And then um, where can we check you out? Where where can we give you a follow besides going and checking out our Facebook page, which is Beauty Behind Chaos? I'm going to plug that again real quick where you guys can uh, connect with Charlie on there and some other really incredible women. It is a space for that. But then how can we check you out individually on the stuff that you got going on? Okay, so on Instagram, I have my personal page, which is Charlie V. It's S H A R L E Y V E E H. And that's on Instagram. Or you can follow me on Facebook, which is basically the same thing, Charlie V. Hupalo. Um, and then we have our Instagram page, Better Financials. So if you want to check that out, we just put it up. So um, it's in work in progress but we're making it happen. But uh, if you have any questions, you can always hit me up um, on the DM. Sliding into the DM. into the DM. <laughs> hey, a lot of business happens in those DMs for sure. Yes. Also, so I'll our website. So 
Awesome. So I'll link that all up in the description, y'all. So that way you could check that out. Um, and definitely give her a follow. I, I have to say, Charlie, girl, you are a ray of freaking sunshine on a cloudy day. <laughs> I mean, your smile lights up a room and it is felt even through your posts. Um, so I love your spirit. I love your energy. It's why you are one of my very best friends. And no matter how much distance we have, we will always connect um, through Zoom or Google Hangout or the gram or whatever we got to. So that would be so connected. (laughs) Yeah. Girls trip 2023. Let's do this. (laughs) Let's do this. Girl, and give me, give me some time. I'm gonna have a retreat popping and everything with this stuff. So uh, (laughs) I have a good feeling that this is going to turn into so much more and we're going to help so many more women. And there are so many conversations, so many more conversations to be had. I'm going to be bringing on Tiffany, which is the woman that brought me and Charlie together. She's another powerhouse. And uh, we definitely need to come back and have the three of us on because I'm sure there's going to be some wild topics and conversation going down. And so stay stay tuned for that. All right, y'all. Thank you guys for checking us out here at Beauty Behind Chaos, where we discover the beauty behind all of the things that can go wrong, but we always see them in ways that they can go right. Um, So thank you guys for listening. And again, as always, be bold, be beautiful, and be you. Bye guys. Thanks for kicking it with me until the end. If this episode inspired you, share it with a friend because when we learn, we live and we can all use a pick-me-up. I would love to see if you benefited or enjoyed this episode. Use the hashtag beauty behind chaos podcast. See you next time, beauty.